Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Blood, Sweat and Cauliflower Ear. How are you guys? Good? Keeping out of trouble? Uh, uh, don't stay out of trouble, it's boring. Eh, depending what kind of trouble you get into. Anyway guys, um, we're back for another episode. We're doing another recap of um, UFC Fight Night in Mexico City. Um, i got to give a little bit of a disclaimer, just, you know, for the purpose of um, full disclosure. I didn't watch these fights and I still haven't. Um, I've been so busy, I didn't even get a chance to do a breakdown. Um, yeah, I, I, I just didn't have the time. I've been too busy with so many other things, work and been a bit ill lately with an ear infection, so I've been a bit been a bit lax on my duties, been um, having a bit too much comfort food and definitely not watching enough fights. Um, but we are going to go over this card real quick, just to talk, because I, I obviously am aware of the results, I did watch a lot of the highlights on um, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter and stuff like that, so I am aware of what happened, so we can talk a little bit about what we think is going to come up for some of the fighters that won, maybe for some of the fighters that lost. Um, and also, we're going to talk a little bit about my own training, um, which is something I was a big reason why I wanted to do this podcast, this particular episode anyway. So um, we'll dive balls deep into this card. Um, on the Fight Pass prelims, we had Alvaro Herrera versus Jordan Rinaldi. Um, yeah, Rinaldi getting a first round submission, which was crazy. So there was a bit of an upset in regards to the local boy and who wasn't. Um, next one, Joseph Morales versus Roberto Sanchez. Again, we had another round one submission, just upsetting the Mexicans left, right, and center. Jose Quinones and Diego Rivers. Yeah, Diego Rivers. Fuck yeah, why not? Um, round three decision. Nothing amazing. Henry Briones versus Honey Yaya. Um, I don't know about you guys. The only place I've heard Honey Yaya was, um... When I first started watching EBI, they referenced him a lot and how good he was. He may have even competed in one or two of them, if I remember correctly. A few of the, um, ah, oh, would have been EBI four or five or three or something like that. Um, so yeah, he got around one submission. I saw that highlight. That was sick. Um, Dustin Ortiz versus Hector San- Sandoval. Dustin Ortiz breaking the featherweight record for the fastest knockout in division history. I think it was some ungodly time. I can't remember. 8, 30, 8, 18, 20, 32. See, man, I usually know that shit off the top of my head. So it really shows that I didn't watch these fights. Eh? It really does. Um, round 1 TKO uh, by Jack Hermanson versus Bradley Scott. Man... You know, these prelims were really de- delivering. Um, bit of pressure on the main card. So, Alejandro Perez and Andrew, uh, Andre Southam. Andre Southam. Fuck. Andrew Southam. Fuck. Um, Alejandro won a decision. Uh, Sam Alvey versus Rashad Evans. Sam Alvey won a split decision. Um, which is, you know, speaks volumes for Sam Alvey. He's slowly working his way up the ranks, just one smile at a time. Um, sort of sucks for Rashad. Uh, was hoping that, you know, his, his drop down to middleweight would sort of be his reinvention, but it's not looking great. Um, he, I think he has talked about, you know, really looking at the situation if he's, you know, if he lost this fight. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is time for Rashad to hang up the gloves, but if he doesn't, I wouldn't be mad either. Um, it's not like he's going out there and getting fucking starched and getting just completely outworked and, you know, so, nah, more power to him. Um, Martin Bravo versus Humberto Bandana, uh, Bandane, 
Humberto Bandane. Um, got a round one TKO uh, over Martin Bravo, a.k.a. Eddie Bravo's brother. Um, this one I did watch. Uh, unfortunately, it was quite sad. I really, really hoped that uh, Alan Joban versus Nico Price would go in my favor. Um, I was betting on Joban. I really thought after that uh, Gunnar Nelson fight, you know, it wasn't like um, Joban didn't have anything for him. Just, that's Gunnar Nelson, you know, dude can strike like a mofo, got them karate hands, so I didn't think it was so much Joban lacked, it was just a bad style matchup for him, but I thought this one, I thought he would have had it in the bag, you know, being a bit more versatile, but jet, Nico Price just went out and did the damn thing and shut me the fuck up, so, um, yeah, I don't know what we do for Joban, Joban's got to go back to the drawing board and sort of figure out what he's going to do. Please, I hope he doesn't come back with a, oh, I'm going to cut down to 150, because fuck that noise. If you go, going to do anything, Joban, you go up to 185. If anything, if anything. Um, I, yeah, and even then, I don't know if I'd, um, I'd recommend that. That's a, that's a risk. But, um, again, I'm just sitting downstairs doing a podcast. What do I know? Um, co-main event, Randa Marcos versus Alexa Grasso. Randa, Randa Marcos, you might remember from Tough, I believe. Um, the first strawweight season, if I recall correctly, um, that Carla Esparza won. Uh, she was one of the lower seeds. Um, but, you know, interestingly enough, she's, wow, some would argue more relevant than what Carla is at the moment. So, uh, it's funny how life works out, which, you know, interestingly enough, was a lot what happened in the main event. Um, versus Alexa Grasso. Alexa Grasso, a lot, um, a lot of hype behind Alexa. Um, you know, being like a, like the female Yair Rodriguez, you know, super versatile, you know, w- super well-rounded, um, you know, good-looking cat. Uh, you know, it, it, I thought, I thought Randall was going to take it, to be fair. I thought she would outgrapple her, but... I mean, you know, you could argue, I heard a lot of back and forth about who who deserved to win that fight, um, it was a split decision, so, you know, bit tight, not one you could be mad at, um, Sergio Perez versus Brandon Moreno, Moreno also coming off, um, uh, tough, I can't remember which one it was, uh, was it the Cody and TJ, tough, I believe, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, I'll have, to, I'll have to double check that. See, man, that's what happens when I don't fucking watch fights, eh? When I miss it just for a week, you can hear me slipping real bad, man. Fucking just reading what's off the screen. God damn, guys, I owe you apology. I'll never do this again. This is fucking awkward for you and me. So just bear with me, please, please. Um, again, Sergio Perez. Now, from the highlights I saw, Sergio Perez was piecing him up with the hands, um, managing to use his wrestling to keep the feet up keep the fight standing on his feet, so, uh, that's what I thought would happen, I did expect a bit more of a flashy show from Perez, or a bit more of a dominant performance, but hey, you know, unanimous decision is a unanimous decision, a win's a win, so, um, can't be mad at that, I, I don't know where, where these guys go from here, um, flyweight's not exactly a, um, a super deep division, so I can't really... Yeah, I, I can't really say what what you do for him. Um, definitely, definitely not ready for a title shot, not by a long shot. But you know, to say that he should be fighting people beneath him, yeah, that's that's a little crazy too. So I don't know about that one. They'll have to run that by the the big boss, Dana Boss. But uh, yeah, 
So uh, let's 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 get off that subject, guys, because it's fucking brutal for both of us. I'm feeling awkward talking about it because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about because I didn't watch them, and you feel awkward because you're listening to some moron just yapper away downstairs to himself. Um, what I'm more a bit more excited to talk to you guys about is uh, as I'm 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 getting back into it and getting back out there. Not only just um, for the longest time I was only grappling. Um, I've decided to get back out there and start doing a bit of, uh, a bit of MMA in general now. Um, you know, I, I used to say that I did MMA, that I trained MMA for a year, but, you know, if I take the facts realistically, um, I learnt incorrect fundamentals in regards to striking from a guy that has a black belt in karate that never taught you any karate. Um... He teach you how to defend yourself from a knife attack, uh, how to throw combinations, show you how to kickbox and all this flashy, fancy, fancy stuff. Um, but yeah, never competed, teaching everything wrong. Um, was sort of okay as like an introductory class. Like the one thing I can say I learned from him was I learned how to hold pads. That's about it. And not even super correctly, just about the whole, you know, meeting the pad in mid not just holding it up for them like a still target and um, just standing in this, you know, in a stance like you're actually fighting. That was all I can say. I genuinely learned that I think, you know, he was qualified to teach. I mean, I learned, I learned a lot of, a bit of jujitsu there, um, but it had nothing to do with him. He stole all the, uh, the Gracie combative system, the, uh, the, the, the get your own blue belt from home, um, system that Henner and Head-On did, um, he stole all that shit, like, screwed our instructor, and fucking, long, long story, but, um, that was why I ended up having such an affinity for grappling, um, because I could pick it up better, you know, things made sense, I, I got good at it, because, you know, there was sound teaching there, everything we were learning, we were learning, you know, from tutorials, um, you know, off videos that he'd, he'd stolen, um, and we actually learned it off one of the first, uh, Gracie certified instructors for that, um, that Gracie garage, I, th- I think was, um, what they were calling it, um, her name was Chantal, I, for the life of me, cannot remember her last name, um, yeah, so it was good, I, I think that's why I enjoyed jiu-jitsu more, was because what I was learning and what I was using was legit, um, I was also I was always discouraged by him to not use my taekwondo. That my the things that I did for taekwondo were wrong, um, for 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 striking. Like oh, you shouldn't be standing like that. You should be throwing kicks like that. Um, so it discouraged me from using the one part of striking that I feel like I'm confident in doing. I wouldn't say I'm good at it. I wouldn't say I've mastered it in any shape, size, or form. Um, but the boxing, the yeah, the punches that. I, I felt didn't, they never clicked for me, they never worked, um, so yeah, I, I ended up becoming known as a grappler, you know, he's not very good at striking, he's not really a striker, despite the fact that the first, uh, three martial arts I did were all striking, it was boxing, Muay Thai, uh, and then what I thought was MM, oh, ta- uh, Taekwondo actually, yeah, Taekwondo, um, and then yeah, it, it was, um, it, it wasn't a fun, experience, um, well, it was at the time until I found out that what he was teaching us wasn't stuff that he'd actually learnt, um, that's a long-ass story, that's a whole nother podcast, um, we'll talk about that another day, but, um, so I ended up, long story after all that falling out, I, I ended up with an affinity for grappling, and that's all I really did for the last year, um, well, not the last year, um, I haven't fucking trained in, like, six to eight months, it's been terrible, um, 
I'm getting fat as shit. I can't believe it. Um, yeah, so all I did for the longest time was grapple. And I, you know, it's great grappling. I'll probably never stop grappling. Every now and then, me and the little bro will drop down onto the carpet and have a bit of a have a bit of a grapple, see who's still got it and who doesn't. Um, but I, I don't know. Just recently, I've just been wanting to get back into it full swing. Um, it's been a little bit difficult where I live. The closest place uh, to train is, you know, where I've obviously been where I was grappling, uh, most recently, um, nothing, nothing wrong with, you know, like the teacher or places or anything there, it's just that they only offer grappling, um, you know, I think that they said there, when they sort of offered up striking classes, there wasn't a lot, um, a lot of people that were interested, so they sort of scrapped it, which is fair enough, um, you only supply when there's demand, but, yeah, I, I, I would like to go and do some striking somewhere else, but, um, I'm, 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 we're going to try out a few places, me and the little bro, um, handsome Dan are going to check out a few places, uh, the only, yeah, I'm just not sure, I really want to keep, uh, grappling where I'm grappling at, at Zero Gravity Martial Arts down in Jury, um, I'll put that on the Facebook page and I'll put a link up, um, in the description for this, for the website, so you guys can go and check it out, um, I'd like to keep training there, but obviously, you know, I'm, I've got to take into account how far it is, how much it costs, uh, you know, the time and it, you know, time it's going to take and travel. Like I don't want to travel 45 minutes one way to train for an hour and a half and then 45 minutes back. It's not that it's not worth the time. It's just, I don't have that sort of time. Um, I generally have to get up at ugh, five o'clock at the latest in the morning, starting work at six. So I don't always, uh, I can't always afford to be up till nine, 10, 11 at night, unfortunately. So I would try and like to get training in early, if not early, um, to have it close, so it's a bit of a toss-up at the moment, trying to find the right balance, not just of, um, do I enjoy training there, is their teaching style right for me, you know, I've got to take into account all those, you know, money, costs, gas, you know, travel, ugh. it's a whole heap of things, you know, like, I sort of feel like in some regards, it's a bit harder to choose a gym when you're working than it is, uh, if, if you're training for life, you know, like if you're a fighter, you do what you have to do to get the right training you need, so there's no if, ands, or but about, ah, is it worth the time, is it worth the effort, for sure, if your job is to fight, you go wherever they offer the best, um, you know, for people that are just doing it to stay fit, or, or not, well, you know, for people that are trying to compete, that are amateurs, that still have to work, you know, it is a little bit difficult, I don't know how it is in, um, America or other countries, you know, there, there may be, um, MMA gyms a bit more prevalent and a lot closer in areas, but New Zealand MMA is very, very young still, um, it's only become quite, quite a big thing, like, I've only really heard about MMA gyms in the last, I don't know, six or seven years, five or six years maybe in New Zealand, so, um, you know, it wasn't a big thing, still isn't really a massive thing at the moment, um, so yeah, it, it it is it is a very big toss up, um, which sucks because you know you really just want to go and train, you know, go somewhere you enjoy and have fun, learn how to defend yourself, um, you know, learn well if you have to learn how to aggressively defend yourself or preemptively strike, as that old fag used to fucking call it. Um, yeah, so I'm 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 real excited about that. It's going to be cool. Um, I'm going tonight. I'm actually leaving in a few hours. Um, so the things I've been, I've been sort of wondering, I was sort of wondering to myself is what are the, uh, what are the things that 
I really look for in a gym, you know, like what am I looking to find? Um, apart from, you know, the physical side of it, how to punch, kick, you know, grapple and all that type of stuff. What am I sort of looking for, you know, in coaches, fellow students, you know, that sort of thing. Um, it got, it got me thinking like, and got me thinking a lot deeper than I thought it would. Um, like on the surface, it was very just, oh, you know, just good teachers and, you know, guys aren't cunts, that's all. But then you do start to think and, you know, like you, you do want it to be somewhere where you can make friends, um, but you don't have to, like, that was one of the big issues I had in, in my previous, um, dare I say it, mixed martial arts school, fucking I say that with air quotes, um, was that you could make friends, but, like, if you weren't in the inner group, you did get left out, and you did get mocked a little bit, and a little bit, you know, like, oh, go easy on them, you know, they're not, they're not professionals like us, they're not hard like us, um, because I was part of the inner circle, so, and, and I was part of it, and I didn't, you know, didn't realize that I was doing it until I was out of there, so I don't want you to, you, you, the fact that you have to be close with everybody, I don't want that to be a must, I want it to be an option, like, I don't want to feel left out if I'm not fucking best buddies with everybody, but, you know, I, I shouldn't, should be able to still have a conversation with someone without it being awkward, like, whoa, fuck, who's this guy, he never really, bro, I don't really know you, so, you know, I, I definitely, the social thing, I want it to be an option, not forced, um, the other thing, I guess, is not just having people that are, are good teachers, but, like, not just they teach a class well, but when it comes to one-on-one training, when they can pick up individual, like, you know, like me and my brother, for example, very different body shapes, very different styles when we fight, um, you know, someone that can actually take us aside and give us individual advice that they can see applies to how we fight or, you know, our physical, uh, where, where we excel physically, um, and whatnot, so somebody that doesn't just know how to run a class and, you know, can hold the attention of a room really well, because I've seen that, and, you know, people like that can fucking baffle you with their bullshit, so, it's someone that, you know, I want legitimate advice, someone that can actually, on the spot, hit him with a question, and he can hit you back with an answer, um, which is one of the great things I loved about Andrew Craven, down at, um, Zero Gravity and Jury, they were, um, he's always, and, and the, the great thing about him is, if you hit him with a question, and he doesn't know, he'll sort of tilt his head, and shit up, and, and he'll, he'll say to you, fuck, I don't know, um, let me try it out, let's, let's see what comes to mind, you know, I'll tell you what my first reflex is, and he'll go through, and he'll try it out a couple of times, and then he'll give you some advice, he'll never ever sit there, and try and just, oh, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the big man, I'm the, you know, I'm always right, and just rattle some shit off to just look good, you know, somebody that can more than willingly admit, I'm not sure, I don't know, we'll give it a try, um, those are things I didn't hear a lot in my last, um, as I say, mixed martial arts academy, um, things I very, very rarely heard, um, so, that, that's something that would, something, um, be refreshing, so I suppose that's a little bit of, like, I don't want the coaches to just be, I know everything, you know nothing, you do as I tell you, you know, like, sort of allow that people are going to apply that to their style, they're not just going to, you know, you can't make, somebody that's not trying to make cookie cutter fighters, just making them all do the same thing the same way, a teacher that understands individuality and different styles, um, what else, 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess at the moment, those are the two real big ones. Um, I don't want to be forced into a social situation where you have to be mates with everybody. And I just want to teach her that it's open to the idea that they're possibly wrong. That, you know, maybe, you know, they could learn something, you know, over time. That they don't just know everything and they're not going to take any any questions or advice from their students, you know, the wrong way or anything. Um, that That's sort of what I guess I'm looking for. Um, just off the top of my head, really without getting too long-winded and philosophical about it, because, I mean, yeah, I could sit sit here and break down, you know, bit by bit by bit, you know, how, you know, it'd be good if they had showers and, you know, adequate parking and, you know, close to home, but, no, nah, it's just, ugh, you know, nice people, no one's a cunt, you don't have to do anything you don't want to, and, yeah, there's, there's no stigma if you don't show up to training or, you know, oh, you shouldn't be in this class in fucking advanced class, you know, I mean, if they, you know, if the coach says, hey, maybe this is a bit much for you, yeah, that's cool, that's all good, but fuck, you know, like, I've, I've seen, I've only seen one teacher do it, when he thought somebody didn't quite belong in that class, or they shouldn't be competing, he convinced the rest of us to sort of, like, beat up on him, like, beat his ass, to sort of, like, just try and discourage him from it, <laughs> funnily enough, though, it didn't work, shout out to my man Dion, um, this has made this motherfucker stronger and more determined, so, determined, so you can fucking say what you want about that, but, yeah, I guess it's, it's a bit of a big issue for me, the last time I went and trained somewhere, um, second to last time I trained somewhere, like, full-time, full-time, um, you know, I sort of, I, I, well, you know, I got, I got deceived, I got fooled, um, I wasted a lot of time and a lot of money, where I could have been, um, putting it in somewhere else, but, um, so it's, it's just something I don't want to do again, um, which is why it's such a big issue for me, a lot of people are probably wondering, man, dude, you're just gonna go train somewhere, you're just getting punched in the face and choked, it doesn't matter, they're all gonna teach you a rear naked choke, you know, they're all gonna teach you how to throw a, a one-two combination, so, um, just, just a, a bit of elaborate, you know, there, there is a bit of a backstory here, um, I'm trying not to get too much into it, just because I want to save, I want to save that for another podcast, um, and sort of give you guys the full story, um, you know, in order, and I want to have a few people on here, uh, to verify and, and give their opinions on the whole thing, because it wasn't just me that was involved, um, but yeah, so it, it is, it is an issue, like, it is a big thing for me, um, I don't want to make the same mistake I made before, um, and you know, my little brother's coming with me, so I don't want to drag him into it either, um, yeah, I, yeah, I just don't want to waste any more time or effort, I really want to, I really want to get back to where I, where I used to be, you know, like, confidence-wise, um, because, you know, regardless of whether what I was learning was right or wrong, when I was learning, my confidence was through the roof, um, you know, the idea that every so often, you know, every week or two weeks or three weeks, I could see, you know, improvements, I was getting better at certain things, I was doing certain things faster, you know, things were becoming muscle memory, um, it, it's a great feeling, you know, like, regardless of what's going on in the rest of your life, you know, what's going on at work, or the shit you see on Facebook, or you don't want to wait for the next Game of Thrones episode, you know, shit like that, it, it, it really does fade, fade into the back, um, when, you know, you believe, and when you feel like, man, you know, I can, it's not even so much you can hurt people, but it's just the fact that, you feel so 
powerful, like independent. You can't, I'm fine. You know, like I, I don't, I don't need to worry. Not, you know, it's not so much nobody can touch me, but you're, you're confident in your skin. You know, you're not nervous around groups of people. You don't, when there's confrontations, you, you don't freak out. You're very calm, relaxed, you know, you're very, because you know, you're confident in your skills because you've been drilling it. You see it in practice. You see the results. But, you know, since I haven't been training, not only in striking, but in, in grappling as well, I mean, shit, I've barely been running on the treadmill. Um, you do, you really do notice the the change in mentality. Like, the confidence just disappears so quickly, you know? Like, it's crazy. So, it, it, it's a it's a big deal uh, for me trying to, trying to find the right place to train. It's not just about getting myself, you know, in shape physically, but mentally as well, you know, I, I, I want an area that's going to breed, um, confidence and enthusiasm, you know, encourage you to keep going, you know, don't give up, yeah, you, you didn't do great, you know, but you'll do better tomorrow, you'll do better next week, you know, that, that kind of thing, um, you know, not, not some snarky little fucking girls, fucking social, where everybody snickers behind everybody's back, um, like, again, like zero gravity, no bullshit, everyone's straight up, hey, hey, nice to meet you, let's choke each other, <laughs> there's no if, ands, or buts, the drilling's done, he started the timer, let's go, mate, let's go, you're trying to choke me, I'm trying to rip that arm off, um, they don't mince words, they're real friendly, you know, they're real helpful, um, one of the best places I've ever trained at, um, and that's going back, you know, boxing, kickboxing, everything, um, I'll definitely, definitely keep training there as long as I'm welcome, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, it, it's, it may seem, yeah, like I'm over-exaggerating a little bit, but again, like I've said probably 30 fucking times, it's a big deal for me. Um, so I suppose that's just what I'm trying to put to you guys, is uh, what's what's a big deal, you know, what what's the big, big thing for you um, in regards to where you train? What's the big thing that keeps you there? What was the big thing that drew you to that gym? Um, if you're looking, looking, uh, to train somewhere, or if you've just found, if you're going through the same thing, let me know, man, tell me what, what are the things that you look for in a new gym? Um, if you've had bad experiences with teachers before, man, please tweet them at me, Facebook, email, all that shit, please let me know. I mean, those stories out there are fucking crazy, you know, no touch chi masters and fake Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts ridiculous these days, you know, you see so much more real martial arts, but I've never seen so much fucking fake bullshit martial arts come out in my lifetime either, so I don't know if that's a bit of balance or a bit of yin and yang for your ass or what, but it is what it is, so yeah, that that's um, that's what I got on my mind at the moment, that's what's eating me up, I'm a little bit nervous, you know, I always get a little bit nervous going to train somewhere because, you know, it's not just, are these people nice? At the end of the day, man, you know, you might be sparring. If, if it's jiu-jitsu, you're going to be grappling, you you know, unless you're brand new, brand new. Um, but, yeah, so I'm a little bit nervous in that respect, but, it, you know, it's not the end of the world. So I am going to do a YouTube video uh, as soon as I get back from training. Um, I'll probably have a shower first, probably have something to eat, settle down a bit before I uh, sit down and do it, or I may just come in hot, sweaty as shit, um, and just give it to you guys straight off the top of my head without giving it too much thought, but we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, so keep an eye out for that, guys, keep an eye out on YouTube. Um, yeah, that's that's all I've really got for today's episode, I'm going to be back again, uh, when will it be, it'll be Friday, 
I'll record this Friday afternoon my time, so it should be out Friday night. Um, so yeah, well, there'll be there'll be smaller episodes, but a bit more frequent, you know, so you guys don't have to sit and listen to me drone on for a whole hour, but you can listen to me a bit more. You can get the same amount of time, but in smaller doses. Word, cool. Um, so you guys keep an eye out if you haven't um, subscribed on YouTube. Go on over to BSNCE. That's just all the initials for um, the podcast name, Blood, Sweat, and Cauliflower Ear. If you don't know, now you know, Ninja. Um, Yeah, that's only got one video up at the moment about Dana White and Tara and Woodley, the big drama that uh, has been going on with them too since uh, UFC 214. So go over and check that out. Give a subscribe. Um, Check me out on iTunes. Now... Ah, this is another thing. I've still been looking into this. What I was going to do is I was going to change my podcast host to um, uh, Podbean because they offered a lot a lot of the same features that SoundCloud do plus a few extras like a website, a bit more um, technical help, like if you're not sure how to upload things or change your website and stuff like that. So that was very... Um, very alluring at first, but the problem is, and I'm trying to think, the issue I had is I don't know what I'm going to put on the website, other than what I sort of put up on Facebook and Instagram anyway, so, uh, still hemming and harring about that, um, so I'm just sticking with SoundCloud for the moment, um, that, that should, that issue should be sorted soon, I really need to get onto it, man, I've been dragging the ball lately. So, yes, keep an eye out for that. But at the moment, guys, at the moment, it's SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube. If you don't know, now you know. So thanks, guys, again for all the support. I'm loving the fact you guys, you know, seeing the downloads, seeing the subscribes or the comments and, and the likes and stuff. Really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, talk to me, guys. Talk to me more. You know, give me a bit of feedback. Tell me what you want to hear. Comment section, email, all that shit, Okay. Talk to me. Let me know what you want to hear, and I'll tell you what I think. All right, guys. Again, thanks for listening. Stay high. Stay fly. Bye.